close this. Uh, you'll see from, from here that uh, the genes, one of the genes, of course, and then there'll be uh, well, the poclonin is affectionately known as poclonin, you know, having suffered for us to pass in. Here's, here's the counterpart of uh, that the Roman Catholics have that uh, from divine mercy uh, for the sake of your sorrowful passion. So here's that I'd like to, to kind of speak on a little bit as, as well. And uh, one of my intentions is to have all of us to sing some of these things that I have here. I always put more in here than, than, than we would ever use, but with this hymn of the evening for uh, the Vesper Vespers, and today we'll, we'll come back to it, and, and once we go through the theology of it, and basically it goes like this, that, that as a Christian, you're looking at the world, you're looking at how beautiful, say, the sunset is, but you're not saying, oh, I, you know, I, I praise and worship you, earth or the sun, you know, that, that you say, look at how, how uh, what we have here, a, a beautiful sunset, thank you, God. So that's, that's the theme here of this, uh, uh, basically, you know, having that proper perspective, really good theology, when you see something beautiful in the physical world, we're saying, oh, Lord, God, look how you make all things, and you know, how, how wonderful you make all things. And then a few other uh, phrases that will we'll come We'll come to uh, on page four tomorrow. That will be more for tomorrow with the cross and, and uh, Lester Kriemka is uh, is a Ukrainian uh, poet and writer, and she has these uh, kind of meditations also that are really, really Christian. And so we'll come back to that for tomorrow. Uh, this this next uh, hymn on page five that's also kind of continuing that way with creation and that that perspective of. God is creator, we are creation. It's, it's you know, super human, uh, super important uh, perspective in terms of having it right because people could have it, have it wrong. Like Adam and Eve, they, they thought they could be God without having God. And, and then Mary's place, just that great devotion that we have as, uh, as Catholics to, to Mary. And anytime you have a Mary in prayer, there's this sense of the renewal of, of uh, creation. And then, of course, for us as well, one of the things I'd like to, to, to talk on is, is the time and chronology and where we, where we are in, in our lives and, and that no matter, no matter our age, you can have this, this renewal in, in Christ and, and uh, having experienced it as well as uh, to, to be able to witness that way to God. Some of the other themes that I have there would be, would be really, really worth that. With the theme of uh, just recently from uh, that I have in here from uh, Annunciation, and as I say, some of them I put in here because I'd like to make reference to them, and, and some of them would be just uh, just of extra reading. Just as on page 11, where we have uh, something I translated from a few years ago on uh, uh, from Ukrainian and, what, and, a, and a chaplain. That, that was uh, at, the, at the front and kind of his experience because uh, one of my uh, intentions is that even though you know, we're here, it's like Tuna, it's Saskatchewan, and everything that's going, you know, with, with Canada, with Saskatchewan, uh, you know, anything that would be going on in our lives, just to have that awareness too of, of, of what's, what's going on in, in Ukraine, you know, really that epic battle between good and, and evil. At, at that level of civilization and, and barbarism 
and, and the Ukrainians are, are fighting on, on our behalf. And, and as Christians, it just makes, makes perfect sense in, in terms of, of uh, what, what we speak about as Christians that they're, that they're defending. And so, so while we're here uh, to be able to uh, yeah, also have, have, uh, have them in mind of uh, the way it was they're showing us as men, uh, how to be men, or, or just in general as, as citizens, and then, and then that, that great gift of Christians that we have to be able to pray for the, pray for the deceased and forgiveness of their sins. And, and, and that phrase we have from Scripture, no, no greater love is there than this than a man lay down his, his life for his friends. And so, so we take that also from, from Christ and then we'll also, also apply it to Christ that, uh, on the cross. And then uh, on the last page, I have this poem from G.K. Chesterton, some of you might be familiar with him, he's an English writer, very influential in terms of the way he'd be able to defend Christianity, and so uh, this will be also uh, probably for, for tomorrow, but it's again that, that idea too of, uh, of creation and the place of creation. Basically the, the, the point of this poem is, is that no, no matter how you think of a donkey as a dumb beast, it has its, it says here, I have my hour. In other words, that, that Jesus is riding on the donkey at, at uh, on Sunday. And, and so the way the poem will go, no matter what you think of me, you know, I, I had my hour as, as being able to do something for, for Christ. And uh, one, one of the, the kind of comparisons I'd like to, like to make with that, uh, we'll go a little bit more into it, is uh, I'll introduce it now. Uh, from one of our Christmas songs, there's there's one uh, that when I was in grade nine and grade eight in, in Wishart, Saskatchewan, so close by, uh, our, our teacher Mike Selsky would would teach uh, Christmas girls, and we were taking Ukrainian, we had Ukrainian as uh, what they call a course subject, right? So you have it uh, throughout the week. But a lot of you would have, would have done that as well, and so at Christmas time he teaches Christmas girls, and and uh, they they were so like remarkable because you have boys, you have girls, you have those teenage boys uh, and kind of rough and tumble and then suddenly you sing these songs and, and it's as if it's kind of, kind of quiet and quiet and down, sort of a magic to them and this one song, Books uh, uh, and so God is born and there's one there that the Wassel Sudno Pasitsa, so the, the, uh, you know, the donkey just kind of He's, he's wrapping his thoughts, he's kind of thinking really deep, deep thoughts. He's, he's grazing in the pasture, but, but there's something, the, uh, the oxen are trembling, uh, the, the uh, shepherds are, are rejoicing, the, the choir of angels, they're, they're singing, and here's this donkey kind of, you know, he knows that something maybe that, that the others don't know. So I kind of want to have a comparison that way from, from that, that uh, Christmas carol with, with what Chesterton Chesterton has, and again, in that idea of, of the, the whole idea of you know, God as being the creator of all of creation, and, and creation is good, and, and in our place in, in creation, and uh, you know, as our life goes on to say, hey, we are, you know, we're not God, we're, we're God's creation. So that's, uh, that, that's some of the, uh, I guess, uh, intro to, to, to what I'd like to, uh, I'll speak on and, and preach, preach on as a, as a mission in our preparation for, for Easter uh, this year. 
and, and then with, the, with that, uh, that, the title of Jesus living up to his, his name and that he saves his people from, from their sins. And so very first and foremost for us to say, hey, we are his people. In the Divine Liturgy, after receiving Holy Communion, there's the blessing with the chalice and you go that save your people, O God, and bless your inheritance. And say, yeah, that, you know, that what it means for us to be in, in that number and we might know it from other times in our life and this becomes a, a chance of a renewal to be able to, to, be able to see that way, that, that great principle of, of the value and dignity of the individual human being. And so having, having said that, to be kind of a step back, just a, a little bit to acknowledge me with, uh, with Mr. Michael here, and uh, I've known him since the time I was 15 years old, and so, so now in, in terms of yeah, following things with you, some of the things that I've learned and even talk about and would have learned from you, Mr. Michael, and uh, we all know in terms of his, his sickness uh, and, and recovery, right? And, and being in counseling for, for a number of, of uh, weeks and, or longer. And, uh, but there was one, one thing I had learned from you, uh, from visiting you in Campsack about, about being an adult, even being, you know, somebody's 90, 90 years old, there, there's no, no sense that way uh, of, of saying, okay, I'm 90, you know, my gas tank is just about empty, and, and so you know, life is almost done. There's not, nothing that they, when you're alive, you're alive. And um, so you're saying about being a second and, and then not wanting to take the ambulance because, because you might, you know, you might die and say, is this a gee, good, good for you because you want, you're alive and you want to protect your, your life. And so, so that, that was a, a really important lesson for, for, for me and uh, other things that I've learned from you. Uh, being, being a St. Blas, for example, as a, as a student, so yeah, the student body, we kind of like, where, where you're sitting and then the priest, and sometimes there'd be more than one priest, and, and, and you're, there's, you're saying these prayers. And uh, just for a very, very brief uh, moment, we say, but yeah, it kind of seems strange that, you know, that, that they're using somebody else's words, right? And so, for example, there's this, one series of prayers that we call the usual beginning, and, and so it's kind of your go-to prayer. If you, if you need, if you need something, it has the, the you know, heavenly King is in there, the, the, the uh, Holy God, Holy Mighty is in there. There's a few other prayers: the Blessed Trinity, the Our Father, and uh, praising God as uh, as King. So that's the usual beginning. And so I remember as a, as a young student thinking that, uh, well, now why is it that that these priests that are, that are up there, they're, they're using somebody else's words instead of, instead of uh, their, own, their own words. And then, and then I realized that these words are, they'd be the equivalent of something really super distilled and, and really, really rich that they, or, or maybe a better uh, metaphor would be when, when you're a geologist and you're looking for gold or you're looking for potash or, or you're looking for oil, or you're, you know, you're looking for something that's very valuable, and, and you finally find it. And so that whole scene that you'd be able to, able to, uh, to, to mine it. And so these prayers are, are kind of like that. Just think of all the thought that, that how they developed uh, over, well, 
chronologically, some of them would have developed, and theologically, that they're, they're so, so rich and condensed that, that uh, really to, to make these, uh, these words our words, as opposed to trying to, you know, when you say reinvent the wheel that they're so inspired. Companies do this as well. You can think of, of some companies that are worth millions and billions of dollars, and they have they have the image that they that they use or the uh, the, uh, the, the phrase that they'll have. And if you can come up with with the marketing uh, image or, or idea uh, like that, it's, uh, it's it's worth so much money, right? And and so that's what we have in in, in these prayers that uh, they're, they're just so so valuable for for us that. Uh, and even committing them, some of them to, to memory because they, they would help us out when, when you're sick and you don't, you don't have much energy for things at least you know, to be able to, um, to pray those. And, and so that, uh, that's become a lesson, lesson for me that, uh, that these prayers of the church are, are just so, so valuable for, for us to make them our own. And so one of them that I'd like to, to, to spend some time on is, is the one that says, Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. That, that's the first half, half of it. And, and uh, it strikes me that in, in preparation for this, and kind of doing the daily prayers, or looking for some of the things from, from the Lenten prayers or for Easter, and, and that word keeps coming up. And in fact, I remember one, uh, one year, uh, it, it would be the Gospels, either from the Passion Gospels for Thursday, or basically goes like this, the starting office is, you know, the Father, I brought glory to your name, and I'll bring glory to your name again. And, and then it, uh, it, it keeps showing up all over, all over the place. For example, with the, the uh, pre-sanctified divine liturgy, with the, with the, anytime you have a poklon, right, that's, that's kind of acknowledging God's, uh, God's glory. I, I have a, a kind of a story, humorous, uh, experience with the word glory. Of course, uh, in Ukrainian history, and even now it's come back in popularity, let's say, you know, uh, Ukraine, glory to Ukraine, and, and the reply would be uh, glory to the uh, heroes. And uh, and also about the heroes, that, that sometimes the soldiers are asked, well, who, who's the hero? And they go, basically anybody who, who, who joins the army and gets to the front lines, <laughs> already then you're, you're, you're a hero. Uh, and uh, so uh, the, way the, the way it's described is that uh, Stefan Bandera has, he says, one day what, one person is going to say, you know, Slava, you know, glory, and, and a million people are going to respond and say, you know, glory back. And, uh, and of course now, because of the events that's happening, and I kind of had that experience, not, not quite as dramatically, but one time in Foam Lake, Within the last year, I was visiting the nursing home, and uh, the fellow was looking for uh, Emil Sobolski. Maybe some of you know know him. And she's at the table already, or waiting for lunch. And kind of way you have the people already waiting at the tables. And, and so I go to him. There's probably 15 people there. And I go to him. Slava Jesus Christ. And then suddenly, everybody else says Slava Mike. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a million people, but it was probably 10 or 12. And, and, and I thought that was really neat because the nursing home is a public place and lots of other people there. But because of the place of Ukrainians in Saskatchewan, you know, historically, they, 
that uh, even even non-Ukrainians are are kind of familiar with uh, with that phrase, and, and so that was a, a kind of a nice nice moment, and, and again that that way of greeting greeting each other as as Christians, and, and so that's with this phrase of glory, and uh, so to start with uh, with the way which that's that's put together of glory to you know glory to God in the highest that, that comes from. From Christmas, and we we have that of the angels uh, uh, you know, announcing of Jesus's birth, and and then other times in, in which we'll see we'll see that, that phrase either from from Scripture, uh, one of the Old Testament readings associated with Annunciation, that you know that is speaking of basically foreshadowing for Mary, and then that the you know that the, the temple is filled with the with the glory with the glory of God. All of these different moments in, in, in which uh, we, we could say even even in the, in the divine divine liturgy the prayers that the priest is saying just before consecration is, is speaking of, of the glory of God and then the next part the blessed trinity the father and the son and the holy spirit now one of my uh, professors uh, he spent almost his entire theological career on, on that phrase and he had a, he had a phrase of, of the uh, Inner, the inner life, light, and love of, of the Blessed Trinity. And so in, in terms of uh, describing who, who God is in, in, in the person of, of the three blessed, blessed persons. And, and we have a phrase too with the uh, uh, Divine Liturgy, which is the grace of Jesus Christ. So Jesus associated with grace and, and, and the gift, that way of grace. The love of God the Father. So that, that's pretty good that the, that the Father is associated with, with love. And of course, we, we know that phrase that, you know, that God is love. And uh, there was one, one time when I was uh, teaching, and grade uh, five or six uh, girl, and so sometimes you didn't want them to write uh, paragraphs. So some of the paragraphs are, are persuasive, like you want to you convince them of, uh, of your, your uh, argument. Uh, some of them are narrative and, and then there's descriptive. So there's a, a few. So she was doing one that you kind of had to come up with titles. In. And one of hers was, you know, where does love come from? And, and I wish I would have had a chance to say to her, well, you have to start with, with this phrase from John that, that God is, is love. Deus caritas est, you know, that Pope Benedict XVI turns into, you know, in terms of a, a book. And others, there's even one of our one of our bishops uh, from uh, New Westminster that was his motto uh, on, uh, on on his, uh, on his shield for as a, as a bishop. Uh, you know, that God is is love. So it makes perfect sense that uh, you know you'd have that. And then the third one is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And and, and right there is you know so if a person would say you know I'm alone, you know well, okay you know think okay fellowship of the Holy Spirit that. Uh, you know that always, always having God with me, and sometimes that can be reassuring for for a person, settling you down, and, and that idea of of our life with the, the you know, fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It almost seems to me that uh, this writer told him that that writes you know, Lord of the Rings and the, and the fellowship of the Rings. That he he knew definitely he knew kind of this Christian language, and, and so you could see him him, him using. Using the phrase like that in, in, in his in his creative creative world, 
just like as another uh, famous uh, English writer goes, uh, C.S. Eliot, when he's talking about four, four loves, the different kinds of love. So we're talking about the love of God the Father, uh, for example. And so that, that phrase, and, and, and why I'm talking about these is because some of them were immersed in them all the time, right? And we're always saying, you know, uh, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're, we're always doing this. So now to kind of slow slow things down and, and to be able to, to look at each each word with it, you know, kind of give it its own breathing space. And, and then the other part of it, with which would be now and forever and ever. And so in 2023, right? So even, even now, uh, AD, right? the year of our Lord, that a, AD from the Latin words meaning year, year of our Lord. And so 2023 years ago, uh, where, you know, Jesus is born. And, and so, so now and forever and, and ever. So wherever we've had history, we've had you know, the, forever long as there's been human beings, right, to be saved, that, that glory be, be to God at, at all, all this time. And of course, with, with our Lord in uh, uh, being born, and then in the year 33 AD, he dies. But then, of course, there's something else too that happens in 33 AD, right? That, that he rises, resurrection from, from the dead. So that's where we're heading in a few in a few weeks of meditating and learning and putting into words or stumbling to put into words, experiencing our, our Lord's our Lord's resurrection. And so, so that that type of a of a phrase to, to be able to to uh, yeah think of time and place and culture and and that Jesus is born into you know into time and place and culture also that's that's how important our, our physical lives are to live to live in our lives and live in our bodies and and to live also in that way to to both with our body and and our soul. And so that's what we're, we're nourishing, nourishing here, uh, here during this Advent uh, mission. And, and, and however it would have meant for you to, yeah, to, to see, the, to hear the advertisement, see the advertisement, and uh, to be able to uh, want it to be here with us, uh, with us today. So, so some of those thoughts. Uh, there's uh, a few things that I have learned preparing for this. Uh, that uh, in Ukrainian, we will say Inavikovichny, used to be uh, Inavikovichu, and, and one of our uh, professors, he was writing about that, that, that actually the, the more appropriate would be Inavikovichu. And then the way he was explaining it is that, that you know that uh, you know, glory to God for, for eternity. And the other phrase that, that we keep using is, is well, it, it could be one of the eternities. If you're, in terms of how, how, how the language would go. And then we was explaining you how, how we wound up with, with that phrase. And so even, even in some of the phrases that we're so familiar with, sometimes uh, our theologians are, are, are looking at the best way of, uh, of phrasing it because there, there really is an importance in, in, in the words that we have at, at our prayers. And uh, uh, maybe tomorrow, uh, a little bit more on, on that theme of uh, of time because sometimes uh, it uh, recently listening to, to some speakers about well they kind of evolution or what they call neo evolution which is sort of sort of different it's not quite Darwin you know how you're supposed to be in the in the water and you come out and you do it 
groups instead of uh, guilds. You've got nuns and you know all that kind of kind of thing. One uh, one priest that I was learning from, he had died in 1919. Uh, Father uh, Lezhovsky is his name. So there's guys around that take these guys on and they take, they take them to task. And he was he was one of one of them. And, and basically the same country that forever long as there's been human beings, we've already already been been human. There there hasn't been been uh, any of this evolution. And but with the new evolutionists, they're saying now we've got the technology to tinker with with who we are. And and to hear them speak, it's almost as if. They're the serpent speaking to Adam and Eve in terms of, hey, if you could do this, and we have the technology, and the price is coming down, why wouldn't you do that? And it almost as if it seems that way of, uh, of the serpent to Adam and Eve saying, hey, if you could be God without God, well, you know, why, why wouldn't you, as opposed to saying it is moral or immoral? And uh, so, so there's, uh, there's uh, the way they're, they're thinking, and some of it that uh, that they're, they're kind of saying is evolution really isn't. It's just you know medical advances. But, but some of it would be say tinkering with the MR, MRA and you know some of that you could say okay well wait a minute. Uh, it uh, you, know, you always have to have the whole idea of human free will and in their consent and and then making accommodations for for those who have you know conscientious objections. But but why I mentioned these neo uh, evolutionists and with this phrase of ours now and forever and ever is that, that they want to, in, in a sense, kind of remake who, who we are as, as human beings. And here we are as Christians wanting to say, you know, glory to God now and always and, and forever because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and, and forever. So, so that's kind of our, uh, we, we could say, defense against them or, or definitely a, a different, different perspective. And so that's our that's the phrase I wanted to uh, to kind of uh, uh, focus on today when, when we say you know glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit and then and then kind of that Amen right and uh, as a way of uh, of wrapping up uh, with uh, like with this one here on page three this uh, song that'll uh, that'll become one of the, the songs with which we'll. We'll kind of uh, make it a prayer, and then like to uh, add, add a few from from this from this side as as a way of devotion and kind of pulling uh, our thoughts together. Now, this old joyful light. So, so right here, you know, it's kind of our attitude of, uh, of uh, being a joyful Christian, kind of like a Thanksgiving Christian, where you have Eucharist, like the, the phrase the Eucharist. Light and holy glory. So there we go, kind of that phrase of, of the Father immortal. So you're going to already see that this, that this hymn is, is very, very much with the Trinity. The heavenly, holy, the blessed one. So again, kind of that praise and, and worship of God. And then, oh Jesus Christ. So here we go from the Father to the Son. And then, and then this phrase, uh, again, speaking that way of of seeing things in creation, but not, uh, because we've got that lost. There were Ukrainians before even Christianity, Dajbok, and then this is one of the, uh, one of the kind of religions I remember learning from Christian Michael, that, that, that you had these, Dajboznik, uh, that, that, that they were called. So the sun worshippers, really. And so it's cold and dark in December, so you make these sacrifices uh, 
And so Christianity is saying, you know, the, the sun is not God. God is God. The sun is. And same thing with the moon and same thing with the earth. And so this phrase that now that we've, we've reached the setting of the sun, and so, you know, perhaps imagine a beautiful sunset and see the evening light so that we would be with the moon. We sing to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So coming back to that trinity and uh, of what Father Bolognik was saying, of the inner life, light, and love of the blessed trinity. So, so that, that principle that we learn as Christians, you know, beautiful things in nature. Oh, thank you, God. Uh, as uh, as uh, uh, in, in uh, how, how wonderfully you have made all things. There's a, a Ukrainian-Canadian artist, William Kirillik, ever heard of him? And uh, he had a phrase, nature is beautiful, but cruel. So in other words, as, as human beings, you know, we're, we're part of nature, but, but really uh, we, we, need our, we need our culture, we need our, our own protection. And, and so this, this phrase from Christianity has really, really been helpful, you know, personally and, and also, also in those debates kind of of other, other religions. We sing to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, so again, back to our Trinity. Very much as one, one of our theologians was saying, you know, uh, when people ask, well, what does Ukrainian Catholics contribute for? Ukrainian Orthodox contribute to the world of Christianity. This, this uh, emphasis of one God and, and three blessed persons. It is fitting at all times. So there we go again with the now and always and forever. Uh, when things are good for me, when things are difficult, you know, uh, rich, poor, uh, all of those kind of things at all times to raise a song of praise. And then that becomes uh, a sacrifice that's pleasing to God. Because uh, as Christians, we want to tell people, you know, human sacrifice is not pleasing to God. Uh, look on the cross, that's the only time. And, and it is still, you know, of course, the problem. We really want to say, you know, to, to the Russians, you know, sacrificing with their at already now over 170,000 of their troops uh, in, in all about the Afghanistan war for 12 years, there were about 15,000. And so we want to say to them, you know, uh, stop sacrificing, making human sacrifices to your idol god. And uh, so measure melody to you, O Son of God. So that that acknowledgement of, of Jesus is as the Son of God. And then this one, I was like, the giver of life. Because uh, we want to say that in the name of Jesus, you know, or, or even the way St. John, uh, John the Evangelist ends his gospel and says, these have been written down so that you may have life in his name. You know, that, that, that association. Behold, the universe sings your glory. So again, we're, uh, this is a part also kind of like with the prayer, the Mary prayer, We'll do tomorrow that that you know the, the whole universe and think of think of the you know when we speak of the universe the, the outer universe the inner universe right for in terms of the microcosm that we are within ourselves and uh, so even even if the, the song is going to be with with the uh, the sunset but you could think of you know when we think of the universe you could think of the solar system and the sun where we are in relation to the sun there's even a phrase for that it's called uh, the Goldilocks uh, position. So you know, like you know, it's aspect, you know, kind of that's the story of Goldilocks, where where uh, the porridge is too hot, too cold, and then one is just right, and the bit is too hot, or too hard, and one's just right. So they say that uh, the Earth's 
position to the sun is, is just right, just like uh, Goldilocks, because because we could benefit from from the heat of the sun without getting uh, burnt up, right? And so 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 even looking that way at where we are in the solar system to say, okay, that you know that's so helpful, and, and of course the other things that are going on with the Earth spinning and tilting on its axis and, and being able to benefit from from the sun, but, but then rather than saying, you know, as, as some, uh, uh, you know, planetary God to say, you know, God the blessed Trinity, that, uh, look how glorious you are in the works that you have done, and, and, and having us as part of it. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll sing this, and, and then, uh, yeah, we'll keep going, and this will be coming close to the wrapping up for today. Where the Q T so do Thank you. 